metronome. I almost forget about the stupid thing. Can you say something? Hi. Okay, though. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's true. Well, it'll be, be, be fine. Okay, let me adjust, do some stuff. Mm. Okay. Right when you are. Welcome to Conversations in Comfort Pants. I'm Clara. And I'm Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. We also have, we have a, the man, the myth, the legend Mr. in the Brian. house, Brian. He's here. This is his, this will be his first well, episode he's ever listened to. Yeah. <laughs> and probably last. And probably the last. <laughs> Brian, they can't see you, so if you wave. Yeah, he waved. He, he's also too he, far away from the say mic. say hi. Say it. He's not going to. He's not yet, no. He's here, though. He's here. I swear. He's right behind me. Because you guys had a big day. Which is very ominous that he's right behind me. Yeah. Makes me a little bit nervous. A little nervous. (laughs) I feel like I gotta be on my... I feel like I gotta get my facts right. (laughs) You know. He's just gonna be fact-checking the whole time, telling us we're wrong. You know what? We could use it. We really could. We could use a fact-checker, because Lord knows we're we're right. I read, like, two different articles for mine and they were very different i also read two <laughs> and one was very long i just and chose the better one and confusing and better i got story. confused and then i picked the shorter one and i was like you know what this is to the point of what i need <laughs> I so i'm gonna copy and paste this right I, on here i don't need anything long and obnoxious put my feet up um sure long and obnoxious and <laughs> that's all that's okay how are you good <laughs> um Happy hot sunny, Friday. Sunny day. I love it. Yeah, I know you love it. It's giving me life. It, you know, the, the little bit of vitamin D is quite bringing, you know. It goes quite a ways, doesn't yeah. it? It's like in my de- first sunny days. Am I depressed or did I just need sunshine? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Last year, McKenna posted it, but she stole it from someone else that was like, the first sunny day, it's like, feels like you popped a ball. <laughs> It is. It's just like you're so happy and everything's great. It's like everything's great. Nothing can go wrong. No, nothing will. So, do we talk about it? Should we say it? Should we mention it? The big news of the day? The big news of the day. I watched it happen. You watched it happen. Only because you told me to. Yes, I did. Because I was was in the car and I could not watch it happen. Uh, Lori Fallow's guilty. Shocking absolutely no one. Shocking. (laughs) Guilty on all six counts. Mm Mm-hmm. So. She killed them, and she stole their car? I don't know. There was something about Grand Theft Auto false, involved. There's false imprisonment? Oh, it could be. Or something? In the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Six feet under. Six feet under false imprisonment. Um, oh. I think she stole someone's car. Yeah, there was something about Grand Theft Auto yeah. involved. Guilty on all of it. What, all of it. Do, what do you think with this? I think she did it. She was guilty. Well, duh. <laughs> that's, that's not a surprise to anyone. Um, no, but Chad... What, uh, his trial's next. Oh, he for sure did it, too. Well, do you think he's going to, like... <laughs> no, he's Chad. Oh. According to Ben. Hi, Chad. Um, <laughs> well, no, just the other Chad. Um, different Chad. Different Chad. Uh, Same vibe. I, similar vibe. Same oh, vibe. no. <laughs> um, no, I'm wondering if, like, he will plead guilty. Because he saw how everything went down with her trial. He seems to be a little bit sh- smarter Does than he? her. Just a little bit. He's more manipulative. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I saw how and this all went down. Uh, I don't do you want think that. What, do you think the difference is? Is the death 
penalty off the table for him. I know it was for her because she cried. Does Idaho have the Oh, yes. Thing? Yes, girl. They just haven't used it in 10 years. What oh, about the other Brian, Brian Koberger? Oh, that's right. Remember? Yeah. Uh, They're a death state. That's her firing squad again. Oh, yeah. Firing squad. That would be so a way to go. Taken out by a firing squad. But the death penalty was off the table for Lori, though. Yeah, because she was, she had, she was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that in the uh, She was competent medical to, stand, sense. to stand trial, but Not in the way that most people call women crazy. Certifiably nuts. <laughs> she was a nutbag. She's a nutbag. I believe is what the technical term is. I believe is. that's what the, what the judge said. Yeah. You, ma'am, are... <laughs> Bag of cashews. You're a big nut bag. <laughs> big bag of mixed nuts. I don't know what, when they're sentencing her, but it seems like it's going to be life without parole. Yeah, I think they'll sentence her soon. Which is they, fine. they have to sentence her before they start. But they start Chad. Chad and Chad's supposed to start in like mid June. But like I said, I could see him pleading guilty and taking a lesser sentence. Right, because death could be on his table. Still. Death could be on his table. Well, congrats to them. They ruined their lives and they, all of those they around did it them. Themselves and uh... well, but is Chad also going to be his wife involved? Huh? The wife that he killed. Oh, is he also going to be up for that? I don't know because like, that didn't take place in Idaho, or did it? Oh, I don't know. I think that was in Arizona. Could be. Or someplace not. I think Lori's old husband was in Arizona because that's where uh, Alex shot him. Yeah, and I think that Chad's ex wife also was in Arizona. Could be. It seemed like those happened kind of near each other. Yeah. And I think he's on trial in Idaho for JJ and Tylee. Because that's where they were. Okay, well, either way. Well, she's. They're terrible people. They're terrible people. They're narcissists. And uh, she'll spend a lovely Mother's Day in solitary. No, She's still a mom. She's still got Colby. Who I'm sure will never visit her. Rightfully you so. You know, probably. If he's, if he's got any sense of brain. Oh, poor guy, though. I know. I feel really bad. Um, there was like three other things I was like, oh, I'll remember to talk about that. No. Mm- Mm, didn't write it down. You pulled a me. <laughs> my phone was in my hand. I don't know why I didn't do it. I do that all the time. What else are we thinking about? Well, that was that was the big news of the That's day. The big news. That was the big one. Let's it was see. kind of exciting to watch. And I think that's the only part of a trial that would be very exciting because even that was like low key kind of boring. <laughs> Yeah, trials are, are not just great. Just a lot it's of... a lot of talking. A lot of talking. <laughs> There's also talking. a lot of... Um, someone that I whose phone number I don't know just sent me a glass of wine picture. I don't know who that is. I wouldn't know anyone who would have those nails. So I'm going to report junk. It's not me. I know that. <laughs> I'm sitting right here. Uh, oh, no. So I saw this, and luckily I saved it on my phone. Mm, look at uh, you go. Jorn Vandersloot 
the guy who is that, main not Dutch suspect. Bro, but yeah, he's well, he's a Dutch. Farmer bro. <laughs> no, not farmer bro. Oh, oh. Uh, he is the. He's one of the last people that saw Natalie Holloway before she disappeared. Okay. He is going to be extradited to the United States. Remember which one's Natalie? Natalie was the one that disappeared in Aruba. Oh, 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 oh. I did an episode on her. I, whoops. <laughs> I think it was in MIA May. I think it was a year ago. Oh, see. My brain is uh, 11 month maximum I, I, memory. I, I get it. I get it. I'm the same way. Well, so he'll be extra. That sucks for him. So is he still living in Aruba? I think you're right. I think I think he's he in went Peru. to Peru. Brian's secretly a true crimey over there. He reads a lot of articles. <laughs> he murdered somebody in Peru. Oh, that's right. He murdered like his ex. Oh, so he's already in jail. Yes. In in Peru. Yeah, So he, he definitely did it. He's a terrible so person. So he also is a terrible person. Great. Out of the list of terrible people. Um, have you been watching the new, I think it's like Bridgerton adjacent? Oh, the Queen Charlotte? Mm-hmm. No. I haven't either. But it's got my boyfriend in it. Jonathan Groff? King George III. Close. Basically the same. <laughs> 100% the same in my mind. <laughs> but King George III. <laughs> Yeah, but I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. Hey, yeah, I've I've only watched the first season of Bridgerton. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought you were a a fan. My favorite part of Bridgerton was that they had like boots with the fur, but in classical music. Yeah, <laughs> that was they, they, they did have a killer. I'm a big fan of killer soundtracks that are like sure. classical music, but it's like. More recent music mm-hmm. turned classical. Like Westworld mm-hmm. does it too. Oh, they have that. music that's very recent, but they make it sound super classical. They make it seem old timey, and you're not sure what it is until you're like, "Wait a minute, wait is a this? Minute. this <laughs> I got low to this. <laughs> <laughs> why is my why am I making that face all of a sudden? <laughs> this is why I have wrinkles, frown wrinkles, frown wrinkles, <laughs> frinkles." Uh, well, are you going to see your mom on Mother's Day? We're talking about it. I think so. I don't. I don't know what she's doing. Like, I. I she might go see my grandma. I. I don't know. Oh yeah, she has a mom too. She does. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> what about you? Are you're, well, so you're going on the boat. Well, tomorrow I'm going on the boat. Oh, tomorrow the boat. Um, yeah, with my parents and some other people. And then I'm going to my parents' house. We're going to have a barbecue because it's going to be like 90 degrees. It's going to be hot on the lake. On Sunday, I know, but like you sent me that Washington State post. The water's still real cold. Still real cold. Which is unfortunate. 86. That's not bad. Yeah, the temperature, it has gone down since. And then there's one, two, I three, four. I last complained about there's the weather. There's five days of lightning bolts after that. There's Which one I thing love. Lightning. I hate more than the heat. You don't like a thunderstorm? No. I feel like we've talked about this. I, I love do, a thunderstorm. I do not like a thunderstorm. Why? It's too scary. It's you have to think of brown paper packages tied up with string. These are a few of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I'm not a big fan. And I think. Why? It, Tell me. Unpack this. When I was younger. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was easier than I thought. <laughs> there was a thunder, there was a big thunderstorm, and a tree fell on my house. 
That didn't have to do with the thunder, babe. That had to do with the wind. Well, it had to do with something, and there was thunder and lightning, so. A tree fell on my house, too. Uh, Right on top of me. (laughs) But I lived. Oh, good. (laughs) You're not a ghost? (laughs) You never know for sure. (laughs) I can't believe we haven't mentioned this yet. What? You got a new car. I got a new car. We have not talked about her yet. The Mothman. The Mothman. She's gorgeous. (laughs) She's perfect in every way. I love her so much. Mothy. Mothy, we have matching cars now. Well, we they're are. siblings. They're not siblings. matching. Mine's a little old. Yours is white. Mine is gray. Yes. And mine is the old body style, and yours is the new body style. Oh. Well, she's just so new. She's young. She's hip. I know. She's, she's with it. <laughs> she's got it going on. She's got it all going on. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, I love it. bag of chips. <laughs> I love it. I have barely driven it. Mm-hmm. She's a hybrid, so she's still got gas in her. <laughs> That's great. I know. That is one thing. If I could get mm. my car over again, mm-hmm. I'd get basically the exact same car, but mm-hmm. I would get a hybrid. Which is what I have. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah, it's great. When you turn it on, it doesn't make any noise. Ooh. It just says it's ready. It's very fancy. That's fancy. I know. Car's so fancy. <laughs> Brian, nobody asked you. Nobody asked you. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, she's a beaut. A beauty. Mm-hmm. She's beauty. She's grace. She's Miss United States. She is. She yeah. is. Oh, I, I got a nice I, breeze. Well, it's a fan. Well, okay, I wasn't feeling a breeze, and then all of a sudden it's I just a got a nice fan. breeze. It's a big fan. It's a big fan. It's our only fan of the podcast. <laughs> Including all the people in this room right now. It's our only it's fan. It's our only fan. <laughs> it's the biggest fan. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, my story's really short, so I'm trying to uh, think of other things to banter about. But I got nothing. I mean, the only thing I, can t- I was talking about is oh yeah, is, sure. Is Pinecone Ranger? He's so cute. He's adorable. <laughs> we'll post a picture of him. He's so cute. He's, he's, he's the cutest. So got serious. him from Etsy. He's taking his job very seriously. I don't know what to name him though. He needs no like, a forest really fires name. on Mm-mm. his watch. No, no. Betty's in the ceiling. She's in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, she's not. She's behind Somebody's you. in the ceiling. <laughs> Did you not hear that crack? No. Okay. That's not Penny. She's right here. I know. Penny, who's in the ceiling? A raccoon? Ooh. Is there another cat? Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll go. Okay. All right. What are you um, talking about? I'm talking about the Bennington Triangle. <gasps> you know what's funny? We both did places. Oh my gosh. Because I did a that place. That is wild. <laughs> For missing person week, For we missing did person not week, do we people. Did, we did people, we did places. No, I did multiple people. Same. You know I love a shape. Mm-hmm. The Big Bridgewater Triangle. The Bermuda Triangle. You did the Bermuda Triangle, I but I loved it. Uh, Skinwalker Ranch, that's not a shape. That's but it is a shape. Area of land. Area 51 is also an area. Great one. Of land. Great one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. So the Bennington Triangle is an area of southwestern Vermont where a number of people went missing between 1945 and 1950. And I'm going to tell you about these people. Tell me all about them. You know I love a list. <sighs> Good. The first guy is named Middle Rivers. What? That's the guy's name. Middle- it sounds like a place. It is not does sound like a place. Although, when you try and Google him, 
You Google would suggest otherwise. <laughs> Google's like, mm. Because there's the Middle River in Georgia, Massachusetts, oh. Maryland, Iowa, somewhere in Canada. Did you have to many go- places Google in Canada. Middle River's person? Uh, Middle River's missing. There's people missing from all these Middle Rivers, too. So it's oh, very no. difficult. So hard. To Google this man. But Middle, he was a 74-year-old hunting guide. He's just mid. Mid. <laughs> well, let's be honest, kind of old. Yeah. Uh, he was with four other hunters. He was guiding them, presumably, because he was the guide, in the area of Hell Hollow. Okay. Sounds like a great I place mean, to be. Um, he had obviously been in the area before, and he had, he ran up a little bit, um, to, like, look around the corner or something mm-hmm. from the other four people that he was guiding, um, and he went out of sight, and then when the other four men caught up to the corner... Um, he wasn't there. <laughs> oh. Uh, like, first of all, terrible guide. Yeah. You just disappear. Yeah, that's awful Not even guide. doing your job at all. No tip for you, sir. Um, and Mid. so <laughs> they're like, I don't, maybe he went all the way back to camp. I don't know. So he like went back or so they all four went back to camp, but he wasn't there. Mm. Uh, and he never showed up. So, obviously, the other four hikers, or hunters, I guess, report him missing. And firemen, local volunteers, and eventually the U.S. Army searched for Middle uh, for over a month. But the only evidence discovered was a single rifle cartridge that was found in a stream. (laughs) And the speculation was that... Rivers had, like, leaned over and it dropped out of his pocket into the water. Which seems weird. That seems weird. You use guns. Do you put cartridges in your pocket? For a hunter, yeah. Okay, great. Uh, nobody Not has. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's great then. Nobody has ever been found, and the case remains unsolved. Mm-hmm. Middle end up in the river. Middles in Middle River. Middles they in named Middle River. Several towns after him. Because that's where he might be. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, then we have Carl Herrick. This one doesn't really count because they did find him, but it's still really weird, so mm-hmm. I included it. He was hunting with his cousin Henry, and somehow they got separated, But the, cousin, uh, the so the cousin reports him missing, and a couple days later they find Carl. He was deceased. His gun was near him, but had not been discharged. And the cause of death, death was squeezing. Squeezing? Carl's got squoze to death. He got squoozed. Like a tube of toothpaste. He's a go-gurt. He got squoze. <laughs> Isn't that so weird? That's weird. How, who squoozed him? That's the mystery. He got squoze. Bigfoot d- got carried away. <laughs> like, how? how is it... It's I'm that just his... wondering how they determine the cause of death being squeeze. You know how they're magic. And I guess it like squoze him until one of his ribs broke and punctured a lung. So he's just got a really big bear hug. <laughs> yeah, who squoze? Who can squeeze that hard? I couldn't squeeze that hard. A bear? Bigfoot? First don't Bigfoot. squeeze. It's Bigfoot. I know. Okay. Where's the Wendigo? Mm. Yeah, I wonder which. (laughs) Next, we have Paula Jean Weldon. Uh, Paula Jean, she was an 18-year-old student at 
the nearby college, Bennington College. Mm. Um, she and mom, cover your ears. <laughs> she went on a hike. No, uh, I do that. <laughs> on a trail that's called Long Trail by herself. A local man named Lewis Knapp gave her a ride to the trailhead. Um, and then she gets there and she speaks to Ernest Whitman, who gave her directions. Uh, it sounds like Lewis dropped her off a little way, like ways away from the trailhead. So she's asking Ernest where the actual trailhead is. Mm-hmm. And she starts off on her hike on Long Trail. And a couple uh, sees her. Like, they're kind of following her. Like, not in a creepy way. It's trailing. Mm-hmm. You know? So they're... Like, just hiking behind her, like, 100 yards, they said. And then the trail went around a corner, and so she was out of eyesight, and by the time they got to the corner, she was gone. Nope. Disappeared. An extensive search was conducted, which including the posting of a $5,000 reward and help from the FBI, but no evidence of her was ever found. Uh, and her body has never been found, and the case also remains unsolved. I'm going to go with the reason for all of these. Wendigo, Winnebago. Aliens. Just take some in his Winnebago. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it would have to be Cause who's an, going? <laughs> an off-road Winnebago. That's possible. I mean, because who's going to... Wouldn't you hear it? If you're only 100 yards away. But who's going to, you know, expect a Winnebago? Nobody's going to expect it, but everyone is going to hear it. Those are gas hogs. If it's an electric Winnebago. (laughs) This is the 50s. If it's aliens. It's 45 to 50. There's no electric anything. If it's aliens. They could have electric. Aliens don't have Winnebagos. They have Tic Tacs. How do you know they don't have Winnebago? We've talked. Okay, next we have James (laughs) Tedford. Which is like, is that what Ted is short for? Tedford. <laughs> I don't know, but I really Funny. wanted to. Uh, James was a veteran residing, <laughs> residing in the Bennington Soldiers Home. Um, but he left for a few days. He was visiting some relatives out of town. Great. Fun for him. Mm-hmm. And then James gets on a bus to go back home to Bennington. His relatives who he's visiting drop him off. Uh, at the bus and he gets on and people on the bus saw him and they saw that he was on like after the second to last stop but before the last stop like people saw him before the last stop oh and after the second to last stop but they didn't see him after the last stop so he got somewhere in between somewhere in between that time while the bus was moving james disappeared no his belongings were still in the luggage rack above his seat and an open bus schedule was on his empty seat he just poofed he straight up vanished into thin air and he has never been found i know penny that's what i'm thinking too <laughs> <laughs> He just switched seats and put on a mustache. That's exactly what, that's what happened with that one. Okay. (laughs) Why though? Oh, Penny is being tortured. Okay. Then we have Paul Jepson. Oh, it's Paul. It's Paul. Paul's an eight-year-old who was with his mother. Uh, The mom was on her way to go feed pigs on the family farm. And Paul just went with her for the ride, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Paul's mom gets out and she heads for the pigs and Paul's just stays in the truck. The mom said that she was maybe gone for an hour, um, you know, slopping the pigs. Mm-hmm. When she got back to the truck, Paul wasn't there. 
Oh. Obviously, the mom calls in the cavalry, and there's like search parties and police dogs. And he was wearing a really like a bright red coat, so uh-huh. you think he'd be able to see him from far away. Yeah. And I feel like when you think of a pig farm, you don't think of like a forested area, really. It's like it's pretty, more big open fields, yeah. right? I don't know though, because I don't know how much pigs <clears throat> like trees. Seems. I think they're more a fan of like the open muddy field. Exactly. That's what I'm familiar with. The dogs initially find a scent, but they lose it before they find him. Um, and just like everyone else, the case turns cold, and they never find any trace of Paul, and he is still missing <gasps> as well. Find Paul. <laughs> Stop everything and find. Stop Who everything. Who cares and about James? Find Paul. Find Paul. <laughs> That's okay. a case for Paul onions <laughs> and Paul holes. <laughs> Paul holes more so. Okay, then 16 days after that, Frida Langer went missing in 1950. Um, she and several other family members were camping in the woods near some mountain that I can't say. The 53-year-old, um, along with her cousin Herbert Elsner, left their family campsite to go on a hike. But when... <laughs> When they're just a few hundred ways, you got no, it. No, no, no. A few hundred yards from their campsite, Frida slips and falls into a stream. Frida. <laughs> and so obviously her pants and her shoes are all wet. She doesn't mm-hmm. want to do the whole hike like that. So she asks her cousin away, and she runs back to the campsite to change her clothes. Um, so her cousin Herbert waited for a while. It's like waiting, waiting. How long does it take to change your clothes? But Frida never came back. So the cousin goes to the camp to see if everything was all right, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. Oh, Frida hadn't even ever returned to the camp. She had like seemingly just poofed, also, Jeez. in a short distance from the campsite. In the next few weeks, several search parties, which included some 400 people, including police volunteers, firefighters, soldiers, and aircraft, searched for her, turning up nothing. And the search was finally called off. But then, seven months later, on May 12, 1951, her body was found near Somerset Reservoir in an area that had been already extensively searched. Was she also disclosed? No. no. Due to the, well, maybe, due to the body's decomposition, because it had been seven months, no cause of death could be determined. And so the case remains unsolved. Mm -hmm. And I know, again, she's not technically MIA either, but they found her body, but it wasn't always there. Like, they searched that that area, and it wasn't there. And then it was afterwards. So anyways, that's it. That's the unsolved disappearances of the Bennington Triangle. Spooky. I'm telling you, it's a Wendigo and a Winnebago. No, I agree with you. Never trust a Winnebago. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I never have. Yeah, just don't trust them. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust them to get me to my camping site or wherever you yeah. carp, park, carp, wherever you park carp. a Winnebago. <laughs> I mean, a rogue Winnebago. Mm-mm. No, if it was my Winnebago. Fine, but mm. a rogue Winnebago. Mm-mm. What it's got like the windows painted over like a white van. It says free candy. A Jimo van. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I wouldn't trust that either. No. You make an apple Winnebago. Exactly. 
Alrighty. I am also talking about a place. Okay, tell me. I am talking about the Roanoke Colony. Okay. Have you ever heard of this? Yes. Okay. What? But I don't know anything. It was just, I was scrolling through, like, missing things. And that popped up? And that popped up. Yeah. It's kind of how And I know that they went missing. (laughs) They went missing. Spoiler, they went missing. But that's all I know, so I'm so excited to learn. So, it was founded in 1585 on Roanoke Island in what is now Dare County, North Carolina. Okay. So, kind of Outer Banks. Sure. Those islands. I've seen one episode of that show. It's a great show. Is it? It's pretty good. Seems a little too teeny. First season's it good. It gets better. Oh. It gets kind of the most recent season was kind of weird. Don't you think? Got a little too dramatic. A little bit. They're trying to wrap up a lot of loose ends. Yeah. Mm, was it the final season of the series? It could be. Could be. Should be. Sounds but like nobody knows. <laughs> okay, go. All right. So, and it was also kind of like the first colony that was made by the English. Supposed to be like the first colony in 1580. Wait a second. What about Plymouth Rock? Well, hold on. Hold your horses. All right. All right. So the Outer Banks area were originally explored in 1524 by Giovanni de, de, de Verrazano. Ooh, that sounds delicious um, pasta. It does. <laughs> who mistook the Palmco Sound for the Pacific Ocean. Oops. And <laughs> sound Ocean. Well, they're very similar, to be fair. You know, similar. Um, and he concluded that the Barrier Islands were an isthmus. Mm. Um, recognizing this as a potential shortcut to China, he presented his... <laughs> okay, that was a far off. That very was far, far off, yeah. Not, not a shortcut. A long cut, if you will. Um, he presented his findings to King Francis I of France and King Henry the Eighth of England. Let's just say... Be sure before you tell Hank the Eighth. Yeah, he's like, Hanky Ocho, come here. Let's talk about this. <laughs> he will be off with his head. We yeah. know about him. But neither of them cared. So they were like, yeah, yeah, whatever. We're like, n- perfect. Another route to China. No, not going to do it. <laughs> okay. 1578. Okay. So many, many years down the road. Okay. Um, Over 50, actually. Oh, good math. Um, Thank you. That's quick math. Uh, Queen Elizabeth I... So Henry VIII's daughter okay. was like, let's go take a look. What about that let's route to China? Poke around down there. Okay. And, um, granted a charter to Sir Humphrey Gilbert mm. to explore and colonize Strong territories name. unclaimed by Christian kingdoms. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's problematic. It's very problematic. Uh, so the terms of this charter were very vague. So, uh, Gilbert was like, okay, so this gives me every right to every single territory north of Spanish Florida. How? Why? Because the terms of the charter were very vague. So he was like, okay. I'll just take it all. I'll just take it all for me. Um, so he like went over there. Not really. There's not a lot documented about what he did because he was lost at sea on his way back. Oh, he didn't make it back. He didn't make it back. Oh, well, missing person. Poor Gilbert. Um, <laughs> so when he didn't make it back, uh, Queen Elizabeth divided the charter between his brother, Adrian, and his half-brother named Sir Walter Raleigh. Half-brother's a sir. Half-brother's a sir. Okay. Brothers. Just a regular schmo. Right up Adrian. 
so Adrian, Adrian, that's not a very old timey name to me. It's really not. It, does, it doesn't seem like something that would be around in the 1500s. No. Like, was he a time traveler? Maybe. <laughs> he would have made himself a sir if he was a time oh, traveler. Oh, he would have. Duke, uh, so maybe. Adrian's, so this, when she split the charter, she gave it a little more guidelines sure. around it. Smart. Didn't make it as broad. Smart. Um, so Adrian's charter gave him a patent on Newfoundland and all points <clears throat> north. Um, oh, Canada. Where they would, uh, where geographers expected to eventually find a northwest passage to Asia. Again. Very circuitously. Very roundabout. <laughs> um, and Raleigh was awarded the lands to the south. <gasps> Raleigh. I see where that's going. See where we're going. Okay. Um, so there's this other guy named Richard. And he was like. <laughs> Richard. He remembered <laughs> of Verrazano's little isthmus thing. And he was like, well, wait a tick. This Verrazano guy, he thought he had something. Uh, Wally, let's get to going down here. Okay. So they were like, great, let's do it. So um, his charter issue that was issued on March 25th, 1584, specified that he needed to establish a colony by 1591 or he lost all his rights to colonization. Wow, interesting. Yeah, they're like, you can't do it. Um, but despite the broad... They're so far away, how would they ever know if he was, like, three days late? I don't know. They were very, like, if you don't buy he- this time... Okay. Where did your dad have the same policy? Huh? I don't start a colony. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it. Well, okay, I don't know which... I'm confused. <laughs> um, so despite the broad powers that were actually granted to him by the queen, mm-hmm. um, he actually was forbidden to leave the queen's side. Oh, that's how she knows. So it's like, you have to colonize it, but you can't go do it. You have to stay here with me. What the heck? Yeah. So well, I don't get it. Why? Instead of him personally going and leading these voyages, uh-huh. um, he had to delegate <laughs> because he couldn't leave the queen's side. He huh. was like, great. I'll just tell people to go do it. Okay. So he arranged an expedition to explore his claim and departed on April 27th, 1584. And the first fleet consisted of two big ships. Um, and when they got there, the Native Americans in the region um, had likely encountered or at least observed Europeans from previous expeditions. Uh-huh. So they're like, all right, we we know what's going on. Yeah. We know about you people. This isn't great. Um, the Sectoan, mm-hmm. Sectoan, um, who actually controlled Roanoke Island and the, ma- the mainland between Albermay Sound and Palmco River. Um, soon made contact with the English and, you know, it was pretty friendly. Okay. They were pretty like, what's up? Nice. Um, upon their return to England in the autumn of 1584, uh, the two captains that went over uh, spoke highly of the tribe's hospitality and the strategic location of Roanoke. They're like, this place, it's got it all. <laughs> um, for the first colony, Raleigh planned a largely military operation focused on exploration and evaluation of natural resources. Mm-hmm. Um, the attended number of colonists was 69, but approximately okay. 600 people Ooh, who were that's sent. that's too many. Um, with about half intended to stay. And then another... What were the other half going to do? They were going to go back with the ships. Oh, oh, oh. Um, Why did so they go? <laughs> they went, and then they came back. Why? Mm-hmm. Just wanted to go for the ride. Wanted to go for joyride. They got nothing else to do. <laughs> okay. So there were seven ships mm-hmm. um, that went over. 
and including one of the people that went over was Ralph Lane, who was appointed the governor of the colony. Pre, before they colonized? Before they colonized. <laughs> they're like, hey, you're going to be the governor. Oh, that's fun. Congratulations. Congratulations to you. Um, but, so the seven ships, a severe storm off of the coast of Portugal separated one of the ships, the Tiger, um, from the rest of the fleet and sank one of them. The Tiger? So, not the Tiger, another one. A different one. So Tiger got separated, so there's six boats, and then of the six, one of them sank. Okay. Um, so proceeding alone, Tiger just chugged on. I did. And made good speed for the Caribbean, arriving at the rendezvous point ahead of all the other ships. Mm-hmm. So the They're Tiger the got fastest different. boy. So the fleet um, sailed through an inlet, and then uh, the Tiger actually uh, struck a shoal. Oops. I don't know what that is. Um, Does that mean a rock? I, a rock or like a... Jetty. A sandbar. A sandbar. A sandbar. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Um, you should come here more often. <laughs> Think of the words we're trying to help think Help me of. with my words. Um, so it actually ruined most of the food supplies and nearly destroyed the ship. Well, because if they ran to a sandbar, the boats are like, they're built, they're built okay, but like, you know, could break. Don't keep all the food in the front bottom of the boat <laughs> well they learned that now okay um so there there was indications that when it, that the fleet was supposed to spend the winter in the new colony <clears throat> perhaps to immediately begin using it as a privateering base but because the tiger got wrecked um that made it impossible so the remaining provisions could not support a settlement as large as what had been planned um it had they had far fewer settlers than originally planned they could stay there mm-hmm. based on how much stuff was left um and only about 100 people would be able to stay with ralph um which would be big enough to fulfill the colony's objectives until another fleet could deliver a second wave of colonists and, and supplies which that takes a while yeah so the colonists spent the autumn of 1585 acquiring corn from the neighboring villages to augment their limited supplies. Um, oh, just eating corn. That sounds terrible. Straight up eating corn. Can you imagine the <laughs> bowel movements? <laughs> so, so many. Ouch. Um, it would just be a, look like a corn on the cob. But they also had venison, fish, and oysters. Okay, that's, um, well. To sustain them through the winter. Perfect. And remember, they had a really good relationship with the Native Americans right. that were there. Um, well, that didn't last long because... Because um, they were taking all their corn? Yes. Because <laughs> of the colony's over-reliance on yeah. the Native Americans to get them food. <laughs> Sorry, we only grew enough to feed ourselves. Yeah. And there's like a bunch of you. So, sorry, not Sorry. <laughs> So, in June, the colonists made contact with the fleet of Sir Francis Drake on his way back to England um, after successful campaigns in Santo Domingo, Cartagena, and St. Augustine. Um, And then, upon learning about the colony's misfortunes, Drake agreed to leave behind four months of supplies in one of his ships. However, a hurricane hit, Mm. and it swept his ship Oops. that he left out to sea. So it's like, oh no, I don't have the ship that I was going to give you anymore. It is gone. Oops. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, she's in Davy Jones. So after the storm, Ralph was like, we gotta get out of here. This yeah. is not, we, we gotta. terrible. We gotta go. So, and Drake was like, yep, nope, I'll take you back to England. Come on the boat. We'll do this thing. Mm-hmm. So 
they, yeah, they basically went back. A lot of the colonists went back with them. They left like a couple people, but they were never heard from again. The um, people that they left? The people that they left. Yeah, shocker. They all died. All died. <laughs> so upon arrival in England, uh, this was when tobacco, mm. corn, or maize, and potatoes were introduced to England. Oh, is this the famine? This is the famine. So, despite the desertion of the colony, Raleigh was persuaded to make another attempt to go back. Can he say no? Well, remember, he's got that deal. He's like, I'm going to lose all my... But I'm the mayor. I'm going to lose my colonization if I don't get people there. Oh, it still hasn't passed that time? It still time? hasn't passed. Oh, gosh. No, he's okay. got till. 1591, and we are only in 1587. Oh, he's got time, He's baby. got time. All right. Um, so, but they were like, mm, Roanoke Island, probably not the best spot to let him stay because the Native Americans were just not happy. Yeah, they were, like, sick of us taking advantage of So, them. like, let's not do that. Smart. So, uh, Raleigh then approved a corporate charter to found the city of Raleigh with... Um, this dude as the governor and 12 assistants and approximately 115 people agreed to join the colony um, including why did I not put his first name I put his last name his last name's White but that doesn't give me anything mm, there's a lot of those there's a lot of them um, including Walter his, White Walter yes White. I believe that's right um, including his pregnant daughter and her husband so the governor Grandpa White Grandpa White his daughter Husband, baby. As um, a pregnant woman, I don't think I'd like to go. You know, knowing how long those sh- voyages were, and oh, the you. high seas. Can you imagine? No, no. Are you already yakking everywhere? Oh no, thanks. Um, so the colonists that were on the boat were mostly middle class Londoners, perhaps seeking to become like noble people. Mm, that's not gonna happen. Because they're like, well, there's nobody else there, so. I'm a duke. (laughs) (laughs) Talk to Hamilton about it. Talk to Hamilton. Um, So at this time, the party included women and children, but didn't include any military. Okay. So included men, women, children, but no, like, military people to, you know. That seems fine, Protect them from things. Well, don't be a dick. (laughs) So, on July 22nd, um, it anchored at Croatan Island, White, and it planned to take 40 men aboard to Roanoke, where he would consult with the 15 men stationed there. Um, and then once he boarded um, the Pinnacle, the big ship, uh, a gentleman on the flagship <laughs> representing Fernandez ordered the sailors to leave the colonists on Roanoke. They don't say who it is. Just somebody came up and is like, I'm a representative of this person. Don't go there. Okay. <laughs> so the following morning, um, the white party located the site of Ralph's colony mm-hmm. where they had left a few people there, um, but nobody was there. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the fort was dismantled. The house is vacant and, vacant and it was overgrown with melons. Melons? Too many melons. What kind? Just it's a melon. Water? Maybe a honeydew? Mm, trash. Can- cantaloupe? It's even more trash. You don't like honeydew or cantaloupe? Cantaloupe is the trash melon. 
<laughs> Remember when things used to come with a slice of cantaloupe? Yeah. Trash. <laughs> Straight to trash. Straight to trash. Not interested. I occasionally like a like a No, you like don't. A Nobody actually likes that. No, I, n- I never saw one person eat eat it. No, I never saw it. I don't believe it's true. <laughs> no, to self have cantaloupe at the next gathering. I won't eat it. I'll throw the whole plate away. It was all we're eating. I'm not coming. Haven't you had like prosciutto wrapped cantaloupe? No. No. <laughs> it's good. It sounds awful. Why would you ruin prosciutto like that? The arguably the best thing in the world. I've heard with it's the worst thing. Delicious. Oh, you haven't even had it. No. Because everyone right. thinks cantaloupe is trash. It is. Everyone's right. Okay. Um. So anyway, just saying. No wonder they left. They're like mm, cantaloupe. No, no. Mm-mm. Uh, so by the time the fleet was preparing to return to England, um, the colonists had decided to relocate about 50 miles away. Uh, they persuaded the governor to return to England to explain the colony's desperate situation and ask for help. Okay. So he left like the 115 people. And was with like, the hey, melons. With the melons. You go back. You tell them how dire the situation is is here. We have trash melons we and have that's trash it. trash melons and it's terrible. <laughs> um, so he reluctantly agreed and... Departed with the fleet on 15, yeah, I believe too. August 27th, 1587. Okay. Um, he returned to England on November 5th. Um, by this time, reports of the Spanish Armada mobilizing for an attack had reached London, and Queen Elizabeth had prohibited any able ship from leaving England so that they might participate in the coming battle. Okay. So it was going to be like a quick over, explain to the Queen, come back. Yeah. Well, they're stuck now. They're stuck. Okay. They're not going anywhere. Um, so, 1588 was when the fleet was set to launch again, to go back to the colonies. How many years has it been? Uh, it's only been a couple months. Months, okay. Okay, okay. Um, but unfavorable winds kept them in port until they received new orders to stay and defend England. Oops. (laughs) So they had to wait another couple months. Um... They tried to depart in April, but the captains of the ship attempted to capture several Spanish ships on the outward bound voyage. Um, didn't work. Um, on May 6th, they were attacked by French mariners, um, or French pirates. Oui. Oui. Um, bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> bonjour. Take, we'll take your gold. We take our ship now. <laughs> I beat you with a baguette. <laughs> Um, nearly two dozen of the crew were killed, and the supplies bound for Roanoke were looted and leaving the ships to return to England. So again, they were like, dang it. Didn't make it back. Didn't make I'm it worried back. about those people with the melons. So again, keep going. If you keep trying to go, it's not happening. At least they're trying. Until 1590 is when they finally are That's able. two years. To get back and get out, get over there. That's not, they don't have enough melons on. They ran out of melons. They ran out of melons. Um, Melons and corn, can you imagine? (laughs) Diet. No. So, on evening of August 15th, they were anchored north of Croatan Croatan Island. Um, So they finally made it. They finally made it. Okay. 
and they saw plumes of smoke on Roanoke Island. Like, that looks weird. Doesn't um, seem right. So they decided to like sing English songs, hoping sure. that the other that the colonists would like hear them and be like, "What is that noise?" Instead of just saying "Yoo-hoo," yes, they're like, like gonna "We're here," singing old drink. Also, it's like the only ship on the ocean. Yeah. You'll be back <laughs> soon, you see. No, he's already gone. Well, they wouldn't recognize. They're singing the song. Yeah, it's internationally at them at the time. They got Lynn manuel on <laughs> speaker. So they finally decided to go to land on the morning of August 18th. Day after my birthday. Day after your birthday. Um, and they found the party that finally went and was like, okay, let's check this thing out. Stop singing. Let's go. <laughs> Singing's getting us nowhere. It's getting us nowhere. <laughs> Um, so they found, when they arrived, they found fresh tracks in the sand, but were not contacted by anyone. Okay. They were like, you No one's singing back. No I don't singing. get it. You're supposed to sing this the refrain. around. <laughs> <laughs> um, they also discovered the letter C-R-O carved into a tree. Crow. And upon reaching the site of the colony, um, the white dude, Noted that the area had been fortified with a palisade. I don't know what that means. Um, but near the entra- entrance of the fencing, the word Croatoan was carved into one of the posts. And he was certain that these two inscriptions meant that the colonists had peacefully relocated to Croatoan Island since they had agreed back in 1587 that the colonists would leave a secret token indicating their destination. Mm. Um it's not that secret. So although they were like, oh, we couldn't find them, but don't worry, they're fine, we think. They're just on a different island. <laughs> we're not sure where they we're are. we're not going to go to. It's fine. Look for them. Um, so even though he failed to locate them, he's report su- his report suggested that they simply relocated and might be found alive. Um, but it served Raleigh's purpose and was like, look, I did it. I colonized. It's mine now. It's mine now. <laughs> And it, I mean, it's called that. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Raleigh. He's like, it's mine. Raleigh Durham. Um, he could legally maintain his claim <laughs> because he did it in the time frame he was told. <laughs> okay. Uh, nevertheless, a 1594 petition was made to declare um, the husband of the governor's daughter. So remember the one that went over pregnant? Mm-hmm. Her husband. So was White the governor or the governor and white and his daughter went over. The governor is white. Is white. Okay. Um, to declare his son legally dead so that his son could inherit his estate. <sighs> God forbid the daughter get it. So, this colony has been known as the Lost Colony, and the fate of the 112 to 121 colonists remain unknown to this day. There are a few... I've got some guesses. Guesses of what happened. <laughs> um, it's actually... I read so did it. they go look for them? No. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I read was kind of like, oh, they're not here. They're missing. They're somewhere. Aliens. Everything's fine. It's actually... So it's called the Area 51 of the, like, of the colonial oh, no. Americas. That's silly. Whatever. So... There was no sign of a battle. There was no sign they were under duress. There were no. They human got remains. tired of melons. Mystery solved. <laughs> they were. There was. It suggested everybody was alive. Everybody was fine. Um, 
So <laughs> the first thing that they considered is that the missing colonists could have assimilated into nearby Native American tribes. Um, they would still be like there and human. Yeah, but it's just the the assimilated <laughs> them. colonists would gradually exhaust their European supplies mm-hmm. and kind of discard any European culture and kind of just start to take in the Algonquin culture that was around, mm-hmm. so the Native American culture, so sort of dressing like them, speaking their language and, and things like that. Um, and colonial era, era Europeans observed that many people removed from European society by Native Americans for a substantial period of time were reluctant to return. Um, and then it's reasonable that if the colonists were assimilated, um, they didn't want to go back to being in an English colony. It just feels you gotta like wear a corset. Be... No, thank you. Oh, honestly, seems like they'd be easy to spot. <laughs> There's not like <laughs> a ton the blue of blue-eyed blonde Native American at the time, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they got a little like. Little you know, tan. Yeah, a little, little tan. Little tan. But you still have... You're not European. <laughs> you still have red hair because you're Irish. <laughs> you got it. And then also the other one that I thought was interesting that they said happened um, is that they the colonists could have decided to rescue themselves <gasps> by sailing to England. I love that for them. They um, still had a boat? Yeah, they had a boat. <laughs> <laughs> this is very silly, Alex. Oh. <laughs> And it was such a, <laughs> they just they left. just left. <laughs> did their own thing. <laughs> and if such an effort was made for them to oh go gosh, back, that's oh no, so funny. <laughs> just left. Poof. They just went home. <laughs> um, if such an effort was made, the ship could have been lost with all hands at sea, accounting for the absence of both the ship and any trace of the colonists. Or they went home. Or they're just like landed. No, we're we're good. Or they ended in like France. And they're like, you know what? I love baguettes. You know what? <laughs> Let's not go back. Or they got turned around and somehow ended up in the Caribbean. And they're like, this is great. Sure. There's no melons here. <laughs> that is melon in sight. <laughs> Coconuts, though, on the other hand. So that no, is. No, we're talking. The lost colony. That's very silly. The lost <laughs> colony of Roanoke. Which well, I loved that story. As silly as <laughs> is kind of just like, nope, they're not here. I don't the, know what happened. You know what? It was for sure aliens. It was <laughs> just, Area 51, even though they had a boat to leave. Yeah. Was the boat there when they got there? So they left the boat, but when they got back, the boat was gone. Well, there's mystery solved. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't all disappear, and then the boat also ran away. No, this is very silly. (laughs) But yeah, nobody cared about Roanoke for years. For years, nobody cared about Roanoke until like 50, 60, 70 years ago. Then people were like, what happened to those people? Wait a second, what about those undocumented people in France? (laughs) From the 1500s. Well, I loved that. I loved it. Okay. That was a lot funnier than I thought. (laughs) Because it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's <is> ridiculous. <laughs> okay, May 16th. No. Right? Yes. I'm, oh, no. It's sure. definitely May. I'm pretty. Well, I know it's May. Yeah. Well, no. Not today. Not today. You fool. <laughs> Clearly not a listener. <laughs> okay, it's May Tuesday. 16th. 
1668. Yep, 16th. We're good. Mary, Queen of Scots, flees to England. Mm. It doesn't end well for her. Well, she gets her head chopped off. Uh, 1860, the Republican Convention selects Abraham Lincoln as candidate. Doesn't and then end well, well for him. Doesn't either. end well for him either. But he is on the penny. Oh, thank God for the penny. 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 <laughs> Um, 1861, the next year, the Confederate government offers war volunteers $10, which is about $363 today, which is not worth it. No. Uh, 1868, the U.S. Senate fails to impeach President Andrew Johnson by one vote. And if you want to know about impeachment... Government month? No, don't do it. Or no, it was no, it was Google it yourself. (laughs) Yeah, don't. Which was government month, I believe. No, the election happens in November. When was government month? March. Okay, great. When you really want to do Operation Paperclip, so we put a whole (laughs) month around it. Well, I didn't hear any other ideas. And then we ended up talking about Russia. (laughs) But I didn't know that Andrew Johnson was trying to be impeached. Yeah. Didn't work. I don't know anything about precedent. <laughs> I think I talked about it in the impeachment mm, I wasn't listening. Yeah, 1902, happened. two deaf and mute people face off for the first time in a Reds versus Giants baseball game. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. The Reds win five to three. Look at you doing a sports one. I'm just a jock. <laughs> 1920, Joan of Arc is canonized as a saint. Did you also go through a Joan of Arc phase when you were in, like... Never. Okay, I did. I just recently learned about her. I was very into Joan of Arc. I thought she was so cool. She is cool! I, like, literally just learned about her. I think it had a lot to do with an episode of Wishbone that I watched where they talked Mm, about Joan of Arc. Didn't have TV. I know. You missed out on Wishbone. 1984, this is for you specifically. You want me to skip it? I'll skip it so you you can say it. When Doves Cry, the single is released by Prince. <laughs> 1985, Michael Jordan is named NBA Rookie of the Year. Oh. But you missed with 1984, When Doves Cry, single released by Prince Rogers Nelson, was Billboard's Song of the Year for 1984. See, I should have let you have it. Just put it out there. 1991, Queen Elizabeth II. Heard of her. Becomes the first... British monarch to address the U.S. Congress. You'll be big. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. He <laughs> uh, did it first. Okay, in 2013, human stem cells are successfully cloned. Ooh. That's a long time ago. That is a long time ago. And then 2020, 118-year-old American department store J.C. Penney files for bankruptcy. Jacques Penny, as we called it, to sound fancy. <laughs> yeah, Jacques Penny and Target. Oh, Target for sure. Target and Jacques Penny. We just called it pennies. We called it Jacques Penny. Okay, great. Yeah, that's all. Uh, 1866, U.S. Congress authorizes the nickel five cent piece, which replaces the silver half dime, which is also five cents. <laughs> What? Who's on it? Who's on the nickel? Who is on the nickel? Johnson? Jackson? Alexa, who's on the nickel? Thomas Jefferson's profile is on the five cent coin. 
He was the third president of the United States from 1801 until 1809. Is she just going to mansplain everything to you? A picture you of his home, Monticello. Alexa, like stop. <sighs> thank you. But thank you for your service. <laughs> but thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> So Thomas Jefferson. Thank you. Thomas Je- You're what so smart. Is <laughs> oh, I do love some, to- some Thomas Jefferson. Because I'm on the nickel. Dobby and Dicks. Oh, George got the dollar and he got a nickel. He got a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> I got a nickel. George also got the quarter. He's on both? Yeah. I haven't seen change in a long time. <laughs> Cash who she? <laughs> Wouldn't know her. Uh, 1918, the Sedition Act of 1918 <laughs> Go is, on. is passed by the U.S. Congress, making criticism of the government an imprisonable offense. Oh, no. Which, Brian, correct me if I'm wrong, is what they got the January 6th Proud Boys on, was the Sedition Act. Yeah, like 10 of them already. Yeah. We need to delete some episodes. <laughs> Why? Because we criticize. Oh. We don't criticize. We give constructive feedback. Okay. <laughs> if I go to jail, it's your fault. Okay. <laughs> uh, 1927, U.S. Supreme Court rules bootleggers must pay income tax. You can do things illegally, but you gotta pay your taxes. <laughs> well, just make it legal, and then they have to pay more, and huh? everybody's happy. Yeah, no, they gotta pay income tax. <laughs> That's so dumb. Oh, I hate everything sometimes. Okay. Uh, 1929, the first Academy Awards are held. And tell me the winner. Uh, Wings wins for best movie. Tony Shalhoub? No, not Tony Shalhoub. Emile Jannings and Janet Gaynor win for best actor and actress. Any of those words mean? They were silent movies and silent film stars. Boring. You got to pay attention to those. I couldn't even watch Narcos because it's <laughs> subtitles. <laughs> That's true. It is, it is kind of hard to watch because if you like space out for like a minute, you're like, wait, what just happened? Uh, 1939. U.S. food stamps are first issued in uh-huh. Rochester, New York. Nice. Upstate New York. Uh, 1947, Billie Holiday is arrested in her New York apartment for possession of narcotics. Billie. Billie. Uh, 1966, the Beach Boys released their groundbreaking album, Pet Sounds. Pet Sounds? Pet Sounds. What's on that? Uh, wouldn't it be nice? Do, 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 Barbara. <laughs> no, wait. How does that go? <laughs> I did it in Baby Shark. <laughs> I was like, are you going to sing Barbara and the tune of Baby Shark? It's hard. Barbara and do 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 Barbara and do 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 Barbara and There we go. Here we go. We got it. Uh, we already mentioned 1984. Great year. Um, 1986. Top Gun premieres. Great. Yeah. Congratulations, Tom Gun. Cruise. Uh, 1988. You love a Top Gun? Have you seen the new one? We have. Oh, is it good? It's pretty good. How have we not talked about it's this? It's a good nostalgia, like, punch in the face. I hate Miles Teller. He hates Miles Teller. Um, I don't know who that is. But it's a good, because the first, that? like, part of the movie is exactly the same as the first part of the movie, first mm. part of the Top Gun movie. So. Great. It's a good punch in the nostalgia face. 
1988, the U.S. Supreme Court rules trash may be searched <laughs> without a warrant. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I feel like they've caught a lot of criminals that way. Mm-hmm. 1988. 1988. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, 1995, Japanese police arrest cult leader Shoko Ashihara and charge mm-hmm. him with nerve gas attack on Tokyo subway two months earlier. I did that one. Remember? Oh, yeah. I do remember. <laughs> I know one of us did, and I couldn't remember which one. I'm Shirikyo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, bu- 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 2019, new, D- new DNA research showing bed bugs are older than humans. Ew. They're 115 million years old and have outlived the dinosaurs. <laughs> Great. Congratulations to, to them. Congratulations, <laughs> bed bugs. Um, and. 2022, Sweden formally announces it will seek to join NATO after 200 years of neutrality in the wake oh. of the Russian invasion. Of that was a year ago already? It was a year ago. That seems like it was. And when you get Sweden to be like, ago. no, we don't want to be neutral anymore, that's a problem. Yeah. Sweden's always neutral. Switzerland. Aren't we talking about Switzerland? We're talking about Sweden. Hmm. I got those confused. Switzerland's also neutral. Yeah. Sweden, more so. The Swedes don't like conflict. Then yeah, I wish you wouldn't do that. This? <laughs> Destroy your couch? Is that what you mean? No. Way to go, Finland. Yeah, the Swedes said something about Turkey. Oh, that'll do it. All right, RIP. 1703. I actually have a record breaking. I had RIPs. a lot too. Yeah. And then one that I did not. Right to the date. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, 1703, Charles Perrault. Ooh. He's a, a French author and fairy tale writer of Mother Goose. Love a Mother Goose. Hong Kong. <laughs> 1985, Margaret Hamilton. Hey. She was the, did I say 1985? Yes. That's what I meant. She was the Wicked Witch of the West and the Wizard of Oz. Wait. You said 1985? Or do you mean 1885? We're doing RIPs, baby. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, sorry. Sorry, go. Continue. 1864. Go on. Um, I think it's auto but it auto-corrected to lean here. And he's just the chef with an amazing name. <laughs> but I don't even think that was his name. <laughs> Either way, that's R. a great R. name, too. Lean. Okay, 1990, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Mm-hmm. 1990, Jim Henson. The Muppets. He was an American puppeteer, artist, screenwriter, and film marker and creator of The Muppets, which includes Sesame Street and The Muppet Show. And he dies of toxic shock syndrome because he didn't take his tampon out of it. <laughs> the thing we're always supposed to be afraid of happening. <laughs> But apparently, it can also be caused by pneumonia. I'm not sure. I don't see the correlation. I don't either. Why did he have a tampon in? <laughs> From pneumonia. How does that? How does that's that? That's the help first it? problem. That's the problem, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, okay, and then it was a bad day for Wieners. 2002, Big Dick Dudley, the American professional professional wrestler, and then 2013, Dick Trickle. <laughs> the American auto racer. Oh. And then finally, I did not write down the date. I am Pi, 
also a great name. Mm-hmm. He's the architect of the Louvre Pyramid. Louvre. Louvre. I Which means he probably deserves to be back further in the <laughs> dates. Probably. Come uh, on. I have 1924. Okay. William Candy Cummings. He's an American Baseball Hall of Fame pitcher. And he was credited for creating the curveball. Tricky. Also, he threw it a different way, and he goes, that's a curveball. He's <laughs> like, whoops. He's like, whoopsie. <laughs> I mean, you're that. welcome. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you can do it more than once, though, that's not. 1938, Joseph Strauss, who is an American civil engineer, who is the chief engineer of the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm, love her. And 1956, H.B. Reese. The American inventor of Reese's. Oh, good the one. The peanut butter. God bless him. Cup. Love peanut butter, love chocolate. He nailed it. Uh, 1984, Andy Kaufman, American act, comedian and actor. Um, from He was Latka on Taxi. Um, he died. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Okay, happy birthday. Happy birthday. 1861. Yep. Herman Webster Mudgett. What? A.K.A. H.H. Holmes. Midget? Mudgett. Oh. H.H. <laughs> Holmes, the American con artist and serial killer with a murder castle. Yeah. And a man with a heck of a mustache. Heck of a stash and a bowler hat. Love a bowler. Uh, 1905, Henry Fonda. He was big back in the day. Um, the only thing I've seen him in is 12 Angry Men. Mm-hmm. And also he's the father of Jane Fonda. Mm-hmm. 1944, Danny Trejo. I did not know Danny Trejo was that old. That surprises me. Yeah. 44 is Does that quite surprise a while you? Ago. Danny Trejo is older than my dad. No, not with how many years he spent in prison. He went to prison? Why? Killed some people. <laughs> we'll do an episode on it. Uh, 1953, Pierce Brosnan. My James Bond. That's my James Bond as well. 1966, Janet Jackson. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. <laughs> you know I am. <laughs> uh, 1977. Oh, no. Melanie Linsky. Who I don't know who that is and I didn't write anything. I I know who she is. <laughs> She is in a lot of things, but I don't remember uh, anything I, right now. She has, like, dark brown dark hair. Dark brown hair. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she always yeah, kind yeah, of plays yeah, the yeah. friend. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, great. And then in 1990, Thomas Brody Sangster. He's in The Maze Runner, and he's also in The Queen's Gambit. Okay. Is he him. the actor that, like, looks like he's 12, 12 yeah. all mm-hmm. the time? Yes. Okay. Yep. That's the Got one. Got it. Uh, is that it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 1919, Liberace. Okay. He's an American pianist known for his very flamboyant... Pianists. Pianists. Piano playing. (laughs) Thank you. That's (laughs) what I was trying to say. Uh, 1925, uh, Nancy Roman. She was Amer... She was... Nope. She was NASA's first chief of astronomy, also known as the mother of Hubble. (gasps) Cute. She hatched Hubble. She hatched Hubble. Uh, 1965, Krist Novoselic, who was the 
bass player for Nirvana. He also plays the accordion. Christ? Christ. It's not Christ? Nope, it's Christ. <laughs> okay. Uh, he was born in Compton. Didn't know that. Great. Uh, 1969, we have David Boreanaz. He's straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. Uh, 1969, David Boreanaz, who's an American actor. He was in Angel and Bones. Was he Zoe Deschanel's sister's counterpart? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's the one. I know his face. <laughs> uh, also in 1969, Tracy Gold, who was Carol Seaver in Growing Pains, which was a TV show. favorite show of mine. Hmm. Uh, 1969. Oh, no. It was the summer Play. of 69. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tucker Carlson. Tucker? Who's I on, hardly know her. Who's on, uh, who was on Fox News and now, <laughs> and then he got fired. Oh, the one like a few days ago? <laughs> yeah. Or a week ago week or something? Week or so ago. Uh, 1974, Adam Richmond, uh, American TV personality. He's on another favorite show of mine called Man vs. Food that he had to quit uh, because he was eating too much. Let's go. His cholesterol Oops. was not agreeing with him. Well. And then 1986, Megan Fox. Yeah. She's kind of a kook, right? She's, yeah, she's a little, a little cray. <laughs> Good for her. Good. God bless. God bless her. <laughs> okay. Well, we did it. That's it. Brian, what do you think, Brian? Any parting words? <laughs> You're going to go back and listen to all the episodes now? Listen to them all? <laughs> Was a no. <laughs> that seems that's what I was expecting. Yeah, I didn't expect anything more. Well, love, love you, 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 you,